0: Hey, this is Luke Morvant. When I've completely given up on life, I put on Not Good with Matt Rashavi. Hey everybody, welcome back to the program. Welcome back. To the podcast that critics are calling around the uh, well, I I would say world, but it's probably around um, around a small, small community of three people. (laughs) Thanks, mom and dad. (laughs) That's two of them. (laughs) Uh, But, anyways, welcome back to the podcast that critics are calling. I couldn't want to listen to something less. Cool, great. Um, Yeah, happy post-Valentine's Day, everybody. Welcome back to the show for another week. Um, I was, I have my Valentine's Day candy next to me, and I was uh, half considering eating a chocolate on air, (laughs) because all that's left is the the caramels, and so it's the chewiest sensation, Um, and uh, and I think would make for some great listening entertainment. Um, You tell me. You be the judge. Um, if you want that on a future episode, write in, <laughs> write in to not good with Matt at gmail.com. Um, anyways, uh, this is the checking in segment, so let's uh, get right to it. Um, Yeah, so still in California, I've been loving, you know, going on these extended walks and being able to do that for long periods of time because it's not freezing cold all the time, which is awesome. Um, It's cool, like, kind of remembering because I've been in California for a long time, like 13, 14 years so it's cool kind of going past, I was driving by some of the old haunts, um, and one of the places is this gas station on the way to the apartment, where um, I'm recording here in uh, Pasadena, California, and um, I was driving by this gas station, and I remember this was the gas station where, I don't think I've told this story on the podcast, um, or, or in public, or admitted it at all, uh, but I was at a gas station. And I remember working super long hours on Dancing with the Stars, and it was one of those things, you know, when you just get super kind of punch drunk, and you're just exhausted, and was filling up the the tank, filled it up, and then got in the car and didn't realize that the nozzle was still in the car, and then drove off. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just this big, and it pulled the whole hose down and just came crashing and slamming down. And uh, yeah, talk about embarrassing. That's why I'll, you know, hopefully never share that. Uh, But um, yeah, and I remember too, just feeling super embarrassed and, you know, obviously you can't just keep driving off with it. Um, cause then that's theft. Uh, so turned, turned around and well, I was still in the parking lot, but got out and removed the, um, the apparatus, the apparati and, uh, gave it to the gas station clerk, who is this old guy that was like, I was, I was I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he was like, no, it's like, this happens all the time. <laughs> and, uh, that made me feel a little bit better. Um, but I thought that maybe he was just saying that to me, like, nah, it can't really happen all the time. I feel like, but Then I was just listening to a podcast, um, was listening to Dana Carvey and David Spade's podcast, and Dana Carvey talked about how he did that one time. And so I'm like, okay, well, I guess, you know, anyone can be a real idiot sometimes. You know what I mean? So, so there is, uh, there is that. So that's good. There's some hope. Uh, Let's do some TV next. Uh, What am I watching? So I'm watching a bunch of stuff. Uh, Love that. Um, Try to mix it between, you know, you can't always do like, you know, I'm a huge horror fan. I've talked about that, but it's one of those things where I need a break from that too sometimes. So it's not just always just super depressing, awful (laughs) content. Um, So... Which uh, brings me to the first show that I was watching, which is super awful, depressing content, and that is we need to talk about Cosby, which is on Showtime. Um, brutal show. It's it's definitely you know needs to be needed to be made. I feel like and goes through. I mean, all of the things that he's done, the horrible things, and the victims talking about it. It's just you know your heart goes out, and it's just one of those, just such a. So depressing, but um, kind of goes through his whole origin and doesn't sugarcoat any of it, which is really good. And uh, has people that are willing to talk on camera about just how awful of a guy he was. But you know, I will warn you: it is definitely it's a it's a tough watch, and that's not that's not one of those ones you just binge, you know. Um, but uh, but it is it is fascinating, very very well made. Um, another show that I'm watching is this one I've binged pretty much in two days, but could have done it in one sitting, but was spacing it out cause it was so good. And that's uh, getting curious with Jonathan Van Ness, um, based off of his podcast that was turned into a TV show. Um, if, uh, this podcast, not good was turned into a TV show, it would be, um, very entertaining is what someone would say if they thought it was, but it wouldn't be entertaining at all. Um, be very boring, uh, but yeah. So that is um, on Netflix, and that's uh, six episodes, I believe. Um, super funny, but also very educational too. So you yeah, you'll walk away having learned a little bit. So that's uh, that's always helpful. Um, Amazon Prime. I've been watching Reacher. I'm a few episodes in. Um, people are saying that this is more kind of more accurate than the Tom Cruise movies. And my dad is a big fan of those books. He was telling me that too, that the guy in the books is very much this big hulking guy and not what you'd think of as Tom Cruise. Cause Tom Cruise is a very short guy. Um, and, and so this TV show is more like the books. And I feel like the show's written about me. You know what I mean? Just a big buff, handsome guy getting into fistfights all the time and always winning them, never losing. So that's cool. Um, but yeah no it couldn't be more of a polar opposite, but really entertaining, like good action i I like uh it feels kind of like not in tone, but just kind of you know those growing up watching those action stars like Schwarzenegger and uh, um Stallone, you know these big buff hulking guys and uh, watching them solve crimes and get into action adventures and this is that. You know what I mean? So it's very, very cool to see that kind of homage and throwback to movies and TV shows of my of my childhood. Um, so yeah, very good. And then uh, the new Righteous Gemstones, just watched that episode. Heartbreaking because, spoiler alert, John Goodman is gunned down. And John Goodman is one of my all-time favorite actors from the beginning in Chud. And then, you know, obviously Roseanne and the Connors. I still watch religiously. Um, but yeah, gun down. I don't think he's I don't think they're gonna kill him off. I think that'd be too bold of a move, but we'll definitely we'll find out. But well, there you go. That's some that's some stuff that you can watch. This sat in week. The when the ceiling fell. All right, let's do some uh, entertainment news next on the program. Let's see, what is entertaining that we can talk about? Um, well, I guess the Oscars, the Oscar noms just came out. So that's, uh, or came out recently, rather. Um, so that's a big you know thing to talk about. But instead of going that route, which is, you know, I was to talk about, we'll probably talk about that maybe on a future podcast. But this week, instead of that, and in honor of that, We're going to talk about uh, The Razzies. (laughs) So The Razzies, um, if you don't know, which you should know, is an award show for the worst movies that were made the year, uh, the past year. And so there are the nominations that came out, and there are some pretty good bad ones. Um, For Worst Picture, Diana the Musical is up for a Razzie. Um, Infinite, Karen... Space Jam, A New Legacy, which I've heard nothing but bad things about. <laughs> uh, the Woman in the Window. I will still see Space Jam because, you know, the first one does have that special place in your heart. And sometimes it's just novelty alone and that nostalgia is what brings you back to these um, intellectual properties. But uh, there you go with that. Worst Actor, the nominations. Uh, we got Scott Eastwood in Dangerous, uh, Roe Hartranf. And Diana the Musical, LeBron James in Space Jam, New Legacy, Ben Platt, and Dear Evan Hansen, which I think is, that's the guy that he's supposed to be playing a high school kid, and isn't he like 50? <laughs> Maybe it's not that extreme, but you know, you you get the point. Uh, Mark Wahlberg also for Infinite. Uh, worst Actress, this is tough because they've got Ruby Rose for the movie Vanquish, um... I like Ruby Rose. I think she's usually pretty good. Amy Adams as well. I'm kind of surprised. Uh, Woman in the Window. Megan Fox for Midnight in the Switchgrass. Um, Jenna DeWall, Diana the Musical. Taryn Manning for Karen. So there you go. Those are the big actor categories for Razzies. Uh, This, I thought, was awesome. They made a whole category, brand new category for this year. It's Worst Performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie. So apparently he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight movies for 2021 that he put out. Um, Brutal. Uh, But there you go. All right, I had to cut out there for a little bit, got a quick phone call. Uh, Brag alert, you know what I mean? Uh, But yeah, we were just talking about the Bruce Willis category that was created for him specifically for this year, which was 2017, and the worst Bruce Willis movies um, done in that year. And <laughs> I just, I laughed so hard. I was like, whoa, he must be, because I know he turned down one of the Expendables movies because of, um, I think it was, he wanted just a couple lines in one of the Expendables movies, Expendables 3, I believe, and he wanted to get paid multi-millions for it. So maybe he's trying to do so many movies a year to try to make that salary um, feasible. But either way, that's pretty uh, pretty hilarious. So the movies this year were American Siege, Apex, Cosmic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress, Midnight in the Switchgrass, Out of Death, and Surviving the Game. Uh, a lot of these you can catch on your on your streamers. So maybe just have a marathon. Of horrible Bruce Willis movies, I think I might do that. Actually, I think that's a that's a decent idea. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is a little review of the Razzies. right now we'll move on to some random news um and i apologize in the background you can probably hear uh one of the neighbors is uh uh, revving an engine and i think they're working on the motor so perfect place to do a podcast uh it's so funny too i didn't realize well i did realize this my apartment is right above like the the parking garage you can probably hear some of this but uh but it's right above the garage and uh um, below it is an office space for the, the apartment manager. And, uh, and I was just had gotten off the phone and, um, was just working on the computer and all of a sudden in not even a loud voice, but it was just like, uh, Hey Matt. <laughs> I was like, Hey, <laughs> so doesn't even need to do like a loud voice and I can hear him from, from down there. So, uh, so yeah, so if you can hear that, that's, uh, that's, that's just the wonderful acoustics. Acoustics. Um, In honor of Valentine's Day that just happened, might as well do this. There is some keys to a happy marriage. Um, A new poll found that the happiest married couples do a few of these things, um, including say I love you around 10 times a week. Um, They have two major arguments a month. Um, This is the happiest married couples, they're saying. Uh, They get it on five times a week, um, and that's just what... uh, what they're saying um and so people were asked to name the top 10 signs of a happy marriage so here they are one is spending lots of quality time together uh taking care of each other when you're sick um unless unless you want to get sick right uh feeling like you can be yourself with them um that's that's huge you know what i mean like when you're first starting to date you you know You want to put on your best, you know, put your best foot forward so you're not showing your true authentic self as much, you know, probably. Um, But the sooner you can let that go and get to the real meat of it, then, you know, the better, more better off you'll be, I think, in my opinion. Um, And number four is encouraging them to pursue their own hobbies and interests. Um, My hobbies being comic books. Um, You let them see you at your best and worst. That is huge. That is one of the things that's that's so important, I think, because it can't all be can all be roses, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, cuddling, lots of cuddling. I'm a big big cuddle fan. Um, did I say that in the microphone? Uh, being respectful to them in front of other people, so not calling them a big uh, big dummy dummers. <laughs> like, hey, my uh, my name is Matt, and this is Dummy D- D- Dummerson, Dum Dums. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, number eight is making regular plans together, being proud of their achievements, um, and being silly with each other, which is that's, uh, I would put that it's at 10. I don't think they ranked these in particular order. They just have them kind of listed, but, uh, if it was in order, number one would absolutely be, be, in my opinion, being silly with one another. So there you go. Those are the keys to a happy marriage um, and signs that you're in a happy marriage and relationship. So if not, bail. No, don't, don't do that. But uh, but yeah, some good stuff to kind of, kind (laughs) of ponder. so from there let's get into some comic books these are the comic books that i'm currently reading this week and loving uh ones that you should check out if you're you know i've always loved comic book podcasts because there's so much stuff out there that sometimes you don't know even where to jump in you know a good rule of thumb is always you know start with dc and then stay with only dc no I love both the DC and Marvel, but, uh, but yeah, those two are usually the good, you know, a lot of good starting off points that people will go into, but, um, yeah, we can actually start with a DC title, uh, this week, which is, um, let's see, let's do, let's do this one. This one is just came out called monkey Prince, Um, and it is phenomenal. Great artwork, amazing story, Um, don't want to spoil too much of it. There is some good reveals and I'm usually all about spoilers, but this is one of those ones that's just a lot of fun, um, and good to experience and learn on your own. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at some of the artwork right now and some of these pages and it's just really, really good. Um, which is an understatement, but, uh, definitely check this out. This is a new DC hero, Monkey Prince. Um, and is one that I could see has some staying power and kind of deals with these other realms um, and whether or not a young high school boy is going to embrace his legacy as the monkey prince. And it raises the question, what would you do if you all of a sudden had the opportunity to be a monkey prince or princess? Would you do it? I think we'd all do it. Um, Also... This week that I'm loving reading is from one of my favorite comic book writers, Ed Brubaker. Um, Brubaker's done a ton of stuff. I've reviewed a bunch of stuff on this podcast. But this one, Friday, is a very interesting book. It's one that came out uh, a while ago. But and it's actually it's an internet comic. And then they published it now in the written form. And this too, great artwork, fantastic visuals dealing with stuff in the surreal um, and when they go into those surreal realms it's like it's just beautiful beautiful colors and uh, yeah highly 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 recommend checking that out and it's one of those things where you know some comic books you it's it's that balance act balancing act where it's like you don't want For me, I don't want a lot of wordy stuff, but this is the right amount where it gives you this good, dense story. Brubaker's really great at that. And this one's about... Kind of imagine, like, Boxcar Children or what's the... uh, Encyclopedia Brown. I loved Encyclopedia Brown when I was a kid. But imagine, you know, you've followed them solving these mysteries as young adults, and then all of a sudden now they're in college, they're starting their adult lives and, and you're going through them with their journeys at that point. And to me, it's just super fascinating and really, really good. And one of those things that I hope he and this whole team, I think that I hope they stay with it and they even check in on them later in their lives too, because that would be kind of cool to see the evolution from when they, when they were at this like encyclopedia Brown boxcar children, age and now sing them as adults and further down the road. But uh, there you go. Check that out. Those are my two picks for this week, Friday and Monkey Kids. Okay, so let's get to the final segment of the week. Last week, we didn't do an advice segment and we're hearing about it now. <laughs> so uh, we'll give you a little advice uh, this week. If you have any advice questions for a future episode, please feel free to reach out at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. That is not good with Matt at gmail.com. So we will do a little advice this week. We'll start off with the question of my friend is lying about graduating college this year. I know the lie. Should I confront her? Yeah. The plot thickens or starts. Um, I think it's one of those, I mean, it's super tough. I've had this where I've had um, acquaintances have lied about similar things with college. And you're like, the whole time you're like, no, I know that that's not true, you know, but... Do you call them out on it? Does it really matter? You know what I mean? You might, would you, does that make you feel better to have called it out? You know, it would just make that person feel worse that they're caught in a lie. Um, And it's true, obviously, they shouldn't be, you know, saying the lie to begin with. But I think what you do is you play into it big time. You go into the lie a thousand percent. And like whenever they're talking about it, just totally back them up (laughs) like, uh, like, yeah, no, 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 I went and saw her graduate. It was quite the ceremony. It was great. I mean, I've never seen someone, um, you know, be a valedictorian um, and juggle while accepting her diploma. It was pretty crazy. It was great. She was, She. I mean, she could juggle for you right now. Would you like to see that? And then make her juggle. <laughs> um and if it was if the if that was a horribly written american pie movie then they would try to juggle their way out of the situation um juggle your way out of the situation is the name of my autobiography um let's see all right next one is a uh, professional copy editor says that he can't stop editing people's grammar um he can't stop cringing at other people's mistakes in grammar and it happens in normal, everyday, friendly conversations. Well, so this happens all the time. You'll see it in people's text messages. You'll see the way people speak. People have said it about me on the podcast, too. I don't, you know, sometimes I'll speak in slang um, and not perfect grammar all the time. I can't be perfect all the time, okay? I just can't. It's pressure. Too much pressure. Um, but... Uh, But yeah, you're faced with a choice when you see that and you get that text message that has the wrong there and you're like, or the two, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be there too, (laughs) T-W-O. And there are probably people that are like, I don't see the difference in that. And that's okay. That is honestly fine. Um, But I think do it. Call people out on it. You know what I mean? Get a megaphone and scream at (laughs) it. and, uh, you know, people need to know this stuff, you know, at first I would say do it in a nice and respectful way, that was my initial kind of gut reaction, but sometimes you do need the tough love, you know what I mean, so maybe that's the way to do that, just humiliate someone, post it, film it, post it on social media, no, don't do that, I think I've honestly started letting it go, I don't call people out on it cause it does suck too. Cause I do that. Um, I'll just make that mistake. Like I said, on the podcast podcast, I'm fine with people uh, telling me about that cause it's good to kind of, you know, to keep me in check. But, um, but I don't do that. Uh, cause it's just like, you know, what, what does it really, what's the purpose that it serves? You know what I mean? Unless, unless they like kind of came to the idea at the same time, And then you talked about it because then that could be a good learning experience. But otherwise, I'd say, you know, let that one go. Well, speaking of letting go, we have to let go of each other for another week because, unfortunately, the podcast is over. But thank you for checking out another episode. We will see you in a week. And special thanks, of course, to Nalo and the Unis um, for the music. And also thank you for listening to the show. Uh, New episodes of Ghost Hunters, of course, keep dropping on Discovery Plus on Saturdays. So check that out and we will see you in a week. I love you.